listening to The Gridiron Show, brought to you by Curry's PC World and GoPro. And coming up, genuinely the most fun show I think that we're going to bring you all week long. It's the day after the media pie, there's stories to tell, and we've got three cracking interviews. We're going to get into the hard football stuff over the coming days, but today we're going to hear from Josh Lambeau, great fun. The Big Show, great fun. Kayla Harrison, PFL World Champion, great fun. All coming up on the show for you. The Gridiron Show, that is, brought to you by Curry's PC World and GoPro. Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Show. Will Gavin, Ollie Hunter, Matthew Sherry with me. Welcome. Do you prefer Matthew? Yeah. I don't know why I can't get my head around that. I don't really like Matt. And then you were like, at the party yesterday, you kept introducing yourself as Matthew to people, and I was like, yeah, I really need to start calling him Matthew. Oh, buddy, you can call me whatever you want, baby. Oh, I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, let me do the the important things, because... If people are listening for their first show of the week, and if they are, they're in for a banger. We have a hell of a giveaway to bring you lucky people by any of the amazing GoPro action cameras online or in store at Curry's PC World between the 27th of January and the 3rd of February. That's the day after the Super Bowl. And enter a competition for the chance to win a seven-day break right here in Miami, Florida. With MVP travel, it includes flights, accommodation, and transfers. You're staying at the brilliant Miami Marriott Biscayne Bay Hotel, a four-star hotel, easy reach of South Beach, and it's for two. Whether it's your other half, whether it's your best friend, you're going to have the best time. Website prices and offers may vary, and the offer is subject to availability. Terms and conditions at curries.co.uk forward slash Super Bowl, one entry per receipt. It is 18 plus British residents only. I Good luck. I think it's a key point, the whole whether it's your other half or whether it's um, your girlfriend. Miami's got it all. You yeah. could, you could yeah, bring your other yeah. half. You could bring your best mate. It's got everything. It's such a great place. Um, and the uh, and our offer with Betfred is still going as well. Bet £10 on the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, and get up to £40 in free bets. You've just got to enter Betfred40 when you... Uh, when you go onto the website and when you sign up, new customers, uh, new customers, 18 plus only, of course. Uh, you bet £10 on the NFL in a one-bet transaction and you get those free bets. Uh, terms and conditions apply, of course, and please gamble responsibly. Right, let's chat, let's talk. Oh, Ollie Wilson has brought the ball. Have you got the silver sharpies as well? He said they're in the Airbnb. Wonderful. We're going to get some players to sign this ball. We've missed out on a couple of crackers already, but it's all good. We're going to get some players, and it's going to be wonderful. I'm going to hide it under the we table. We could have got now. Mr. Show to sign it. We could have got Mr. Show to sign it, because that was a wonderful, wonderful interview. But let's start off with the media party last night. Because after we left here, we That's headed down to the Port Authority. We, we got into the party immediately. A lot of other people didn't get into the party immediately, because a train uh, derailed... While there were still like three carriages left to cross the road, and basically the entire party got held up in traffic, apart from Ollie Wilson, our commentator on Talksport this Sunday, because he decided, no, I'm not driving round, I'm not doing any of this faff, got out of the car and leapt over the, the train. I'm going to pretend like it was a whole train and not just like a flatbed bit, and then got to the party. It was, it was astonishing. I thought you were going to say that he swam across. I was thinking he was dry when he came in, but. That would have been one hell of a swim as well. Um, it was it was good fun. It was free drinks. You and Ollie played, or you and Sherry, whoever I'm looking at, they don't know, um, played uh, a rather epic series of pool. 18 frames of pool. It was incredible, wasn't it? It was final score. 11-7. To you? Yeah. Because he wouldn't have given the score that quickly if it wasn't to he you. Did, he did. He just said it doesn't matter. We had a 4-0 finish for a 40-yard dash. 
Um, a different adjudicator has suggested that I won, and the camera angle just suggests it's you. I mean, the fact that Will wasn't on the, the finish line is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> That's what? all been left that, out here. That was li- literally the whole purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, buddy, and you failed. We need to, we need to race again. I haven't uploaded it online yet, but I will upload it at some point soon. Um, the, uh, <laughs> so we, you're playing your 18 frames of pool, wandering out of the party, drinking many, many... I, I don't know why tequila pineapple was the thing I decided I wanted to drink, but I think I got through 20 of them between that place and the bars we went to afterwards. I've lost those cocktails at that Taco Taco place. Oh, God. Um, uh, yeah, and I had an extra one of those. They were strong. I, um, Do we have cocktails at Taco Taco? Yeah. Don't remember yeah. that. We were wandering around. Like, you guys were playing pool, and so I did my classic wandering off on my own, just going and chatting to random people. But I bumped into Ed Malian from The Athletic, and he was standing in the tiki bar area upstairs with all four of The Athletic's representatives for the San Francisco 49ers. And I basically had the best, best next hour and a half just chatting about the game. Uh, it was honestly good, glorious. Good for you, man. I had a, you were playing pool. You were having a great time. Yeah, we were. I was... Uh, Chatting up Tim Kiwakama. The, the, the best part is that we played pool for the duration of the party and somebody went, so what did you think of the beach? But I was like, didn't see it. I just played <laughs> 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 The pool table was as I walked in, yeah. I saw literally nothing else. <laughs> That's honestly fantastic. <laughs> uh, then we ended up at another bar after that. We, uh, we went to South Beach and we went out to a cocktail place, Taco Taco, and we had a couple there. And then we ended up going to a, a dive bar which was as divey oh, as a dive taco, bar. Taco. Yeah, we sat, we sat outside. outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, and then we went to uh, we went to a dive bar where we met up with uh, Sully from Yahoo and uh, Erica Tamposi and Erica Tamposi's dad, who was more drunk than any of us. It was absolutely <laughs> glorious. Yeah, he was pretty drunk. <laughs> he was hammered. It was very very funny. He was hammered and kept refusing to believe that anyone would know who his daughter was based on the fact that she's on like the videos for nfl.com and stuff. He was like so she like people in London know who she is. And she's like yeah well, when she does the events with like the podcast and stuff like people go and get selfies with her and stuff. He's like no they don't. Don't like basically refused to believe that his daughter had been in any way successful. It was quite brutal. <laughs> uh, and we stayed in that bar till four thirty in the morning, and then had to come back here for seven o'clock. So I, mean, I, I feel <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And, and if anybody checks the, I mean, I'm going to joke about this now because I think in fifteen minutes it's about to be returned. But if anybody checks out the Gridiron Twitter account, they'll see that somebody from the team left a GoPro on the backseat of an Uber. And that was me. And amazingly, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I knocked on Sherry's door three times this morning, and not quietly, full-on banging loud knocks and shouting his name. There was no, no rise in him. And then somehow, you woke up at like 20 to 12, and you were here in the media centre in time for 12.30 to do Dan Rooney's son, Jim Rooney, about his new book. It was fantastic. And it was an electrifying performance of interview <laughs> as well. <laughs> if you do I say mean, so yourself. The guy literally gave me his number afterwards and was like, call me any time. Did you see as he was leaving, he kept looking over to just try and catch our eyes to say no. goodbye. He was he was illuminatingly, interestingly brilliant. I I, I really enjoyed chatting to him. Uh, we spoke to Lee Steinberg on the We will have we should say we will have that interview. Yeah. At S- some point. Spoke to Lee Steinberg on the show as well. Um are we well, tour. I got a, a little nice tour line out of him. Tour is doing fine uh, after his injury. And Steinberg, who predicted that Patrick Mahomes would go in the top 10 when 
um, Patrick got drafted. He went number 10. He predicted that uh, Tua will go top five. Yeah. I think he'd be proven right. The fact that we haven't told Simon Clancy this yet, by the way. Oh, by the way, Simon Clancy's mate from three yards per carry, Chris something... Yep. Uh, came over to say hello but no one else was here except oh. for me he's going to come back over another time I was like you should wait and speak to Matthew because I know Clancy and we're friends but Matthew's the one that works with him and sees him regularly and is you know the closer to him and the one yeah. he loves most the one he loves most yeah let's be honest let's be quite frank about it the one he loves most should we um, I feel like we've talked about in just glowing terms the Jim Rooney interview and another one that we were talking about that we should probably play but well, that stuff can all be held back, right? That can all be yeah. stuff that we do. Without a doubt. Let's just do the nonsense today, and then we will be bringing serious, serious stuff for the next two years. Bringing the heat, undoubtedly. Uh, so, we're going to have the fun ones. We're going to have Kayla Harris- Harrison, two-time gold medalist in judo, now the champion of PFL, the Pro Fighting League, and all-round delightful human being. What a ridiculous interview that was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> 19 minutes of just utter nonsense. <laughs> I asked her what her relationship status was. And why did it work out with her British boyfriend? What am I doing? <laughs> she asked us if she could cuss within the first two minutes of the interview, and I know it was going downhill. And then she said, see you next Tuesday. And I, I mean, she actually said those words, yeah. not the word itself. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, there's no way I can use this on radio, so let's put it on the podcast. So we've got her coming up. We've got the big show coming up as well as part of Special Olympics, Mr. which was and, you know, a, one, a lovely interview. And, and you know, the Special Olympics stuff is, is brilliant. But him ripping into Ollie Hunter, you're going to absolutely <laughs> adore. But let's start off. <laughs> <laughs> you know an interview on the on the killer one. You know an interview is going to be bad when I have to say to Ollie, Ollie, this isn't D and Deidre. Within ten minutes, right? We're going to get to that. Let's start off though with Josh Lambeau, who was absolutely brilliant. The Jags kicker joined us on Radio Row earlier today. Now joined by the man you've just heard kicking some banging field goals. One of the most consistent kickers in the NFL, and as we've already discovered, a delightful human being. Uh, Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau is with us. Uh, afternoon, to you, Josh. How are we doing? Yeah, well, I just found out that you're a great liar, so this is a great start. <laughs> it's, it, it's amazing what a compliment of his shirt will do, isn't it? Like, in terms of the... So I'm going to tell this story briefly, and then we will talk. To you, Josh, I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt at the media party last As night. You should. A, a bright orange, pretty garish one. A very high-ranking NFL official who used to work here in the UK and now works out in the States. Some people will be able to figure out who it is from that. <laughs> Came out of the uh, toilets, walked up to him and wow, am I looking at Will Gavin or am I looking at Andy Reid? <laughs> now, if people don't know what Andy Reid looks like. He is a large man, a large ginger man, and uh, it's not the person you want to be compared to. If you had just the sash, I mean... <laughs> He's also about 20 years older. <laughs> yeah, there is that as well. There is that as well. Uh, Josh, what brings you down to Radio Row? What are we doing here this week? How are we, uh, yeah. how are we enjoying ourselves? Uh, I mean, it's been great. I just flew in this morning. Um, you know, I'm just trying to be down here and make kickers seem important and cool. So <laughs> hopefully you guys can help me do that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, let's be honest. The kickers, the kickers are the goalies of American football, and nobody likes them, which is why I was also a goalie. I mean, that's <laughs> not true. I love them. I think the punters, maybe the punters are the goalies. No, they're the worst uh, And people. the kickers are like well, the, kicker? the fullbacks or something. Although they're cool now, fullbacks. No, well, yeah, fullbacks, it work. fullbacks are strong and, like, truck people over. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, you're talking about fullback. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Proper yeah. football fullback. <laughs> Proper football um, fullback. No, still not strong enough. <laughs> have you kicked in the NFL experience yet? Because there's a net. No, here we go. So you have to hit <laughs> yeah. incredibly low. I was nailing 40 yarders yesterday. Oh, you I'm sure you were. If, if you want to work together, I mean, we can do Please. that if you want. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I could, what's, your, what's your hourly rate? 
It's cheap. I mean, very cheap. You, yeah. you, you could definitely cheap afford it. Fish and chips. So, <laughs> Josh, it wasn't getting over the line. I'm telling you that now. It was. It was a line <laughs> drive. It you was have too to low. Kick it low because Mate, it wasn't getting over the line. It's in your blood to use your feet. Yeah. You're from the UK. Yeah, absolutely. If oh. you can use your foot with a round ball, you can do it with a stupid. I should. Ball. I should be sat in your seat. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if you've seen this man dance, you would know he's not born to use his feet. Two left feet. You are someone who comes from a soccer or a football background. You played for the US men's national team at a youth level so mm-hmm. how did you go from football to football uh, I got sacked <laughs> okay <laughs> um, yeah I was, I was sorry for bringing it up I, was, <laughs> uh, I just graduated from high school uh, in with the U17 US national team we had, I just shut out Christian Benteke and Eden Hazard no big deal um, <laughs> in the U17s <laughs> and we, we yeah we shut out a 10 man Belgium but Belgium nonetheless 2-0 Got to advance, got smoked by Germany. Uh, Tony Cruz almost scored an Olympiacos off the first corner. <laughs> that, was not, that was not fun. Um, so I ended up signing with FC Dallas. Uh, I was a goalkeeper. Um, actually got drafted by uh, Steve Morrow. Was played for Arsenal, mm-hmm. FA Cup. Yeah, he, he broke his, uh, his collarbone celebrating. Broke his, yeah, yeah, celebrating. <laughs> got lifted up. By, who lifted him up? Someone lifted him up and he fell up. He fell, what? and then he missed out on the um, on the cell- on the trophies. Oh, yeah, 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 getting the medals. It's amazing. And- it's amazing that's what he'll be forever remembered yeah. for. <laughs> I love that as I said that he immediately finished the story because that is the only thing. He's <laughs> so Steve Morrow, uh, he, he picks me up. Great guy. I, I break my jaw seven minutes into my first reserve game. Uh, I'm out for eight weeks, maybe. I get healthy. A week or two later, Morrow gets sacked. New coach that they bring in just never gave me a shot. And uh, so I finished out my days at FC Dallas. I got an associate's degree from an online school in America. So the first two years of university. Um, and when soccer was, was finished, I'm like, okay, well, now I need to get a four-year university education, get a big boy job, and actually finally be an adult, which is a frightening thought. And uh, my mom, God bless her, I'm so fortunate that I had a mom that missed me that loved me enough to miss me so I moved out of my house at 14 to go to, I'd love to know what that feels <laughs> to go play with the under 17s and I so I moved out of my house a month before I turned 15 I've been on the road ever since I'm 29 now half my life I've been away from my family and so my mom I'm 21 at this point my mom says well if you're going to go back to school why don't you learn how to kick field goals come back to Wisconsin and kick for the Wisconsin Badgers live with your mother I'll do your laundry sold <laughs> Uh, free food and free laundry. Yeah, but, Come on, done. But so for people who see, uh, you know, we'll see field goals. We'll see. Obviously, in the game this weekend, special teams is going to be massive and really under talked about. Yeah. I think up until this point. But when you're kicking in Wisconsin, it's cold, and it, those balls get hard when they're cold. cold. So thankfully, Wisconsin didn't work out. I ended up going to Texas A&M. Um, and uh, yeah, man, when that ball's hot, when that ball's cold. It is not not pleasant. So you're quite happy being in Florida now, oh, Texas in college. It's it's perfect. I can't tell you. What. I've been out of the cold for a long time, and I don't plan on going back. <laughs> Looking at your career path now, it feels like that might have been a driving force in some of the decisions that you've made. <laughs> but in, in Jacksonville, obviously the big story of the offseason is, is Tom departing, and certainly from the media reports, it feels like... That's Tom Coughlin, yeah, Tom Coughlin, Super Bowl winning head coach with the New York Giants. Absolutely, about it, but also very good head coach with the Jaguars. Came in as kind of an executive vice president personnel role. 
was there a little bit too much intensity in that building? Because it, it does feel like the players, you know, maybe didn't necessarily have some of the freedoms that you that you wanted. So, I don't want to speak on anyone's behalf regarding that because everyone's feelings are different. I interact with the front office differently than certain other people. and So, for me, when I first got to Jacksonville, I loved the structure yeah. because the Chargers, I mean, I can't speak for them now, but when they're there in San Diego, not in my opinion, I think things could have been done differently. Mm-hmm. So, I get to Jacksonville, again, in my opinion, it's much more disciplined, much more like fixed and I really like that so and that's part of another reason why I was able to flourish in Jacksonville because I I feel like I get along better with the organization some guys might do better in a more relaxed atmosphere you know that's not necessarily for me so you know sometimes a change of scenery works for guys Um, I do think that it is difficult whether it's Coach Coughlin or whoever it might be it is difficult to coach old school football with new school players so, again, in my own opinion, for whatever it's worth, I think Coach Coughlin was able to be as great of a head coach as he was, I think, when, player, when, 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 when players weren't more worried about their pregame outfit and what they're going to post on Instagram. You know, they're more worried about being in the playbook. Um, fascinating when you look at these two coaching staffs we've got for this weekend because on one side you've got obviously Andy Reid very experienced coach but a guy who's always been known as being a a player's coach and on the other side a very young coaching team you know Carl Shanahan Salah both under 41 years old throughout guys like Wes Welker in there and do you think that's we've seen it with Sean McVay as well the direction the league you think will go in that we're going to see more and more younger guys because they connect with the players maybe um I think so I mean I mean you even see it Overseas, I mean, you you see guys like Jurgen Klopp. It's like I've never met the guy. I've never met any player for Liverpool, but I watch how he interacts with them, and I read articles about how Liverpool players get into training early because if they're not there early enough, everyone else is already there, and there's not a spot in the gym. It's like they're worried about being early to do extra work. Like that is. And if it's a different head coach, if you don't respect him as much, I think you don't work as hard. Uh, you personally, you want to you want to be led by someone. You want to be led by, if that makes sense. I know again, it seems maybe simple, but that's who you want to be led by is someone that. I think the obvious soccer example is is Jose Mourinho. I mean, yeah. it's huge I mean, success. Oh, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Jose, Jose. No, no, it's important. It's, okay. it's tomato, tomato, tomato. It's his name. It's Jose. We're Mourinho. not calling him Hosh Lambo, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. I, well, think I, mean, I mean, you could. <laughs> I've been called worse. Hosh, Hosh Lambo. I think. <laughs> I think. I think Jose though. It, it, He's not the week. Well done, everyone. Yes. Oh. Uh, point, point for all. Yeah, point for all. Yash Yambo. <laughs> the old yams. An, Yummy. An extra point. <laughs> there it is. The yam man. Fun time. Right, tell you about it. No, but Jose Mourinho has, has failed because I, I don't think it's changed as dramatically as it has in the last ten years. Like just the job because of social media and because. Right. Guys essentially having a platform to do everything that previously you needed ad campaigns to do. Just how important is that in that adaptability going to be? I mean, Bill Belichick's managed to do it, I guess, in New England, but it feels like it's such a huge... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think all that eventually boils down to do you respect the guy that's holding the reins? Ultimately, I think. 
you know, if I have a head coach that I'm clashing heads with and that's making me do things that I feel like is maybe bad for my body or not helping me become the best kicker, and I'm not pointing anyone out by any means. I'm just saying generically. Um, yeah, it's just, man, it's just, there's no one right way to do anything anymore. You know, there's no, you don't necessarily need a veteran coach or a new coach or a mobile quarterback or an immobile quarterback. It's just like you, you have to have all the right pieces at the right time. Hoshambo. Um, <laughs> does it get old coming over to London? Or do, Not to do, me. Does the team, is it something the team gets annoyed by or is it still a really cool thing for, for everyone on the team? Um, as far as I'm concerned, being the leading scorer, I don't care if they like it or not. <laughs> um, I think a lot of guys get up for it. I think a lot of guys enjoy it. I think some guys are like, this is stupid. This is an American sport. Why are we doing it over here? Um, I love it. I love English culture. I love European culture. I mean, I just hate that we're not there longer, so I can't go see any Prem games. Yeah. You know, I mean, Shot, I, I, shot I mean, owns Fulham, and Fulham is an hour outside of where we're staying, and we only have a certain amount of hours off on Saturdays, and it's like, course, yeah. I, I mean, I want to You go. normally have a bye week after you're playing. You should just say to them, I'm staying for a few more days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- there are rumors that potentially the Jags could do back-to-back games. Yeah. Is that something that, uh, well, I mean, you would you would enjoy it, but do you, do you see it would be an issue with some of the guys and some of the backroom staff? Yeah, I think some of the guys. I mean, some guys have never left the country. And then all of a sudden you're going to go... I mean, England is as American as you can get on vacation. Um, or a work trip, whatever it might be. But, you know, a week, 10 days from home for guys might be a bit much. You know, I, you don't know unless you do it. But um, I love it. I, I personally hope we're over there for two games because then I get, definitely get to go watch some Prem games on a Tuesday <laughs> off. So, um, you know, I, I certainly hope that's the case. But whatever happens, happens. The real devastating thing about this is the Raiders came out early last time out when they were going to be playing in the Tottenham Stadium for the first time. Yeah. And they got to go to that Champions League game where they got thrashed by, uh, by Bayern. And they all went, the whole squad went, they got to see the new really? stadium. Why aren't they doing that for you? That's what I want to know. I mean, you guys have been coming over for so long as well. Well, I mean, I just I, we are Wembley's team. Though. Like, we're always mm-hmm. going to play at Wembley. We're not going to play at the new stadium. At, at, le- at least, I don't know. I, I've heard there are rumors that we play one home game on away game. So I don't know what happens there. Sure. But when the Jags play their home game in London, as far as I'm concerned, it's always going to be at Wembley. When he says rumors, that's absolute fact. And we're breaking it as an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you work for the Sun. <laughs> Actually, yes. That's the, that's the, <laughs> it's the same company. Oh, God. He's just realized this about us. He's never going to want to talk to us again. Stop uh, listening, guys. It's a scam. <laughs> uh, Josh, thank you. Josh, yeah, thank, thank you, you so for much for me joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. This was really good fun. And, uh, well, if nothing else, we'll see you come the autumn the fall sorry love it Jack's kicker Josh Lambo. I really hope I edited out that bit in the middle where the TalkSport show that we were doing finished and we had a, probably a long pause and then went back to him again I really hope that's I think gone you should leave that yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's hear now from the big show we've been doing some stuff with the Special Olympics here already we've got one huge interview for you them, through them coming on Friday that we'll be bringing you uh, later in the week in kind of video and podcast form uh, massive massive one that, that Matt Sherry uh, has mixed feelings about this individual and then he's going to meet him because he's dealing with Special Olympics and realised that he's probably a wonderful human being uh, that happens all the time <laughs> it's it? really annoying um, but they've done fantastic work and they're doing fantastic work here again this year so we got to sit down with uh, one of the athletes and WWE superstar The Big Show and Mr. Show 
Ollie Hunter was part of this interview, and it's absolutely glorious. <laughs> Where are you from, Birmingham? Uh, no, I'm from London, but I lived in Birmingham for two or three years and do have a little bit of the of the twang. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's impressive. His generally. wife is from Birmingham, so that's probably what's happened there. Well, I've wrestled there for 25 years, so you mm-hmm. can tell what people are from Birmingham or Chelsea or... Wales, okay, or, yeah, know, yeah. They, don't, they don't like the Welch, and you know. Yeah, I mean that, that's fair, actually. <laughs> I used to tease. Um, oh, um, God, what was his stage name? Um, uh, you got this. I believe in you. I don't. Don't. <laughs> it's been five or six years since he's. Um, trying to think of British guys that have been yeah, in yeah, five or um, six years. Uh, Wade's his real name. Um, Oh, T- tall English guy. Wade Barrett. Uh, Wade Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Wade Barrett. Yeah, 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 Wade. But I used to William te- Regal. No, 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 Wade Barrett. That was it. Oh, I know Wade Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to tease Preston him and say fan. he was yeah, say yeah, yeah. he was Welch, and he would get so mad. <laughs> so don't you Welch? He go, come on, show. Like he gets so hot at me, <laughs> just <laughs> flat out disgusted. You know. uh, right. So. We're recording, yeah? We are recording, yes. Okay, cool. I am being a professional. Good. Where are we on? <laughs> You're listening to TalkSport 2. This is Countdown to Super Bowl 54. And throughout this week, we've been doing some work with the guys at the Special Olympics, a fantastic flag football event. Uh, yesterday, some videos going up of that on social media later today. And now I'm delighted to say the first of our guests coming through here, of a lot of them, we've got Michelle. I'm going to try to get this right. Canazaro? Yes, Canazaro, yes. Perfect. Uh, Special Olympian. And the big show. Thank you. WWE superstar. How are we doing, guys? Oh, we're I'm do- great. Thank I'm you. Doing- I tell you what, I need a shot of espresso to keep up with Shell. She's been running me. She's been running my <laughs> socks off today. Unbelievable. The kind of energy she has is just, I, I need to bottle it up. So, Michelle, tell yes. us about, about yourself, first of all, how you got involved in Special Olympics. Oh, yes. Um, I have been in Special Olympics since I was eight, and that is the starting age of, of traditional Special Olympics for competitions. And this year will mark 23 years that I've been in Special Olympics. Fantastic. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. And have you been doing these kind of events for a while then? Oh, yeah. I do, and... uh, I'm a multi-sport athlete. I do golf, swimming, basketball, volleyball, bowling, soccer, uh, stand-up paddles, what I got my gold medal in, and also alpine skiing. I am... I uh, went to Austria in 2017 and got two silver medals in alpine skiing. And uh, Michelle, is, Michelle is showing us her, her medals as we speak, and they yeah. look fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, they are, really, it's pretty really impressive. You. And she Isn't also it? mentioned she's an ESPY Award winner. Yes. She's also a two-time Athlete of the Year for Florida. Yep. Wow. So, like, I mean, she's really the bee's knees when it comes to Special Olympics. But yep. I, I want to give tribute to one thing that a lot of people don't know about her story. is She won an alpine skiing, and, and she's from Broward County, Florida here. Not a real good place for skiing. No, no, no. no. (laughs) But this is an example to others out there to understand that Herschel Walker was a tremendous running back, but Herschel Walker never had a gym. He did push-ups, sit-ups, and ran. He found a way to get in shape to play the sport that he loved. She found a way to get in shape by using her alpine skiing, by using her skis on the beach. Wow. But it was so intense. It was so intense that when she went to compete, the other athletes were blown away by her endurance. Yep. That, like, you know, athletes, we find somebody, hey, what did you do, man? What, did you, what, what are you training? Are you doing box jumping? Like, what are you doing? Because if somebody shows up in that much more remarkable shape than you, you want to find out what yeah. the secret is, and that's what she did with her training on the beach. Michelle, I've, yes. uh, I've, I go skiing every year. Yes. And after about the second day, I'm knackered. 
<laughs> so I am I'm done. Like my legs are legs are gone, and so I'm, I'm really na- really impressed. Means he was, he's exhausted. <laughs> oh right, sorry. Yeah, well, Ollie, we're only about half a mile from the beach. I'm sure we can find a pair of skis from somewhere. Oh, I think Let's that'd be a great that'd be a great social media clip. You, you hey, there you go. Price your skiing just, on the beach. I could intro. I can be the intro introductor. And oh, you're like, giving hey. yourself another Whoa. job, are you? <laughs> She's been booking herself jobs all day. I'm telling hey, you. I'm, That's classic Michelle. I don't mind of it. She's worse than that guy, Dwayne Johnson. You know what I mean? She's booking herself a job. Yeah, that guy. That guy. I mean, you've got genuine beef with Dwayne Johnson because of Ollie's from Norfolk, Norwich, and was not happy with the quality of the accents in the film. Oh. They they weren't good accents. Jeez. I wanted you to call him out, and I was going to have a whole thing about it. Oh, jeez. You've shied away from it. I did really. You can't expect Americans to really do a good accent. But no, I, I think I, I you, can. you were doing a pretty good accent. A little that bit was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Poor, poor accent. <laughs> poor accent. The ones that the accent that I love that I can't understand are Scottish accents. What did you just say? Like what? <laughs> the Scottish accent is very, very difficult to, uh, to understand. But I, for one of those, it. Uh, you know, I've, I've lost all my. Uh, yeah, what, I don't what know I'm where you've do gone it. now. It's all. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know where you went now. Like now, it just got creepy and awkward <laughs> for everyone. I'm so but, sorry. Uh, no, uh, I'm so sorry. Drew McIntyre, you know, who just won our Royal Rumble, who was also a guy that I'm a huge, huge fan of back in the day, and and he's another prime example of if at first don't succeed, try, try again. And and you mentioned that. I mean, the reaction in Scotland when he won, and in Britain, we've never had a British. World Heavyweight Champion Bulldog won the Intercontinental and we've had tag champions but never had a British guy hold that top title Yeah, to have a Scott going to the main event at Wrestlemania that's, that's big for us it should be big for him because he is a tremendous athlete and here's that's the thing about Drew Drew always had the ability always had the look always had the size everything was there the intensity everything he just couldn't quite put all the pieces together. If you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was part of the Hollywood Blondes and all that stuff in WCW trying to make that work, he left. And then when he came in and finally when he got Austin 316 came about, knocked the wrestling world on its hind end. I look forward to Drew doing the same thing. I, I see big things for him. Big things for him because you, as a business, you want to see the business grow and, and expand and new opportunity. And the fact that they finally are recognizing the talent that Drew had. I'm the same with Becky Lynch. I called Becky Lynch being the best in the business like three years ago. I watched her wrestle in a live event show and I told the guys, I said, I'm telling you, you guys need to wrestle like Becky because Becky, you can actually see Becky shift gears in a match first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Every pinfall, every cover. She shows the intensity and the desperation of trying to win the match. It's not just a spot fest. It's a psychological struggle that you're emotionally involved in because you see her trying to win. I call that one. Like, you ask her. She'll tell you. I was calling that one. Everybody looked at me. What? Becky Lynch main event wrestling? I'm telling you right now, Becky Lynch and Charlotte will main event WrestleMania one day. I promise you. They thought I was insane. They added Ronda Rousey. Boom. Bob's your uncle. And it was. I was there last year, and it was amazing, electric. right? Absolutely. Electric. Did you get stuck on the train when they shut the train down? We, because we were, you know, blagging media, <laughs> but we had a bus. So, oh, yeah. oh you mm. little princess, yeah, you. You're, oh. you're out of order, mate. Exactly. That's out of order. 
I actually did briefly meet Show in a bar on the Saturday night because we'd gone to meet the guys from uh, WWE 2K to do some work and everyone came, we didn't know we were in like the talent hotel and we were sat at the bar just having a drink and then suddenly all these giant athletes that we're obviously fans of and covering start coming down in their glad brags and I'm sure you were there you're looking at me like you weren't I probably did I don't remember what I did three weeks ago <laughs> I was going to say and, and yeah, yeah just was a lovely lovely man then and proving to be so try to again be now. try to stay and that's um, why I'm passionate about being an ambassador global ambassador of Special Olympics well, that's why I wanted to ask about for you guys is that something that we hear a lot is about inspiration and, and the inspiration that can be drawn from working with an athlete for, for you for people like you Michelle yes. and, and the other way around as well it's yes. chicken soup for your soul man I, I got involved in college at Wichita State University playing basketball we did some volunteer work with Special Olympics and I got hooked right away the athletes their desire to compete their desire to win and their desire to support each other it's a blueprint for the human soul on how we should treat each other everywhere religious race color creeds you know supportive of one another and still try hard to do well for yourself do the best that you can do but not at the expense of someone else but with someone else you know everybody rise together and that's why i'm all about the inclusion revolution and i know michelle over here is chomping oh bit. yeah so yeah. she's ready to rock and roll tell so. us michelle yes lay it preach from, from an athlete's perspective yes i i do have to agree with big show like like the inclusion revolution movement is really a great thing for us because you know like a lot of us millennials like when we were younger we were not included in a lot of activities like in schools and because they wanted to do a whole separation thing and I was not for it I was like no we need to come up with something where we can all be together because we are all equal and we're all human and you know I have the no same. I have the same complaint with BMW yeah. too. Make a BMW that I can fit in. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. It. Or Austin Martin, same thing. Make one yes. I can fit in. You know? Yes. You know. But that's so. The yeah. event we were at yesterday, the, the flag football event, was a unified flag football event. So it was, uh, you know, special Olympian athletes working alongside, uh, you know, those who were working, who were playing flag football. I don't know what the correct term would be, but working kind of together. Oh, rather unified. Than that unified. The unified. unified. That yeah. was the word I was looking for. Yes. The unified flag football, and I, I yes. thought that's for as much work as we've done with Special Olympics over the year and I'm a huge fan of it that was for me a really kind of great moment to see that that's where they were going with it because that yeah, does it's, it's like it's everyone's equal isn't it yeah. well it's the way it should be I mean you know like I always tell people whether you get involved with Special Olympics as a sponsor as you know however you can get involved you should because it is it really is chicken soup for the soul I walk away from every Special Olympic event feeling better about where the world's going and what's going on with people in this world. And not to be on a big Debbie Downer, I know that there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world. But, you know, when you can try to take the immediate around you and make it better and brighter, that's a good start. Are you going to be coming over to Europe for the, for the Special Olympics next year, Michelle? Um, I would love to. In 2023 for Berlin, Germany, here, I would love to do that again. I mean, if, if I can go to Austria, that, that I did that yeah, in Yeah, she's been there. She'd like to yeah. get another medal. I would you know. love to do all those. I like yeah. that. Yeah. She's just yes. so, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go back and get another medal. Yeah. Heck yeah. Just, this just time, try to get gold. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be great. I mean... I would love to try and go to the 2022 games in Orlando, which mm -hmm. that is amazing because when it was in Seattle last year, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I've never seen the USA games. So I was watching on TV, and I was just like, wow, that would be cool if it came here. And, oh, 
Oh, here we go. It's going to. So oh, I'm looking forward to it. Wish granted. Yes. Boom. It's funny. She wants to be a broadcaster. I do. I, I, I tell you, she's okay. doing a better job than we are. I know. You, <laughs> 100, 100%. You should fire that Muppet and hire her. <laughs> hey, I think he's great. Too. I mean, I think you're right, Big. Mr. Big. Uh, so, <laughs> I do. First name The, middle name Big, last name Show. That's what Jared There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, sorry, Mr. The. That's it. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, if we could take it a moment to talk a bit of wrestling, your return on, sure. on Raw a few yeah. weeks ago, yeah. coming in in that tag match. That was awesome. I had like two days notice. Great. Awesome. <laughs> we got a call on a Friday. Can you go Monday? I'm like, uh, yeah, I haven't wrestled in two years. Sure. Absolutely. That sounds great. And, and, and so well, had you been working out? Had you been preparing? I mean, you were in great shape. but uh, I'm in good shape, but the only way you get in ring shape is to be in the ring. I mean, you know, and it's funny. Um, I had to take a... Uh, I took that double power bomb from AOP, and all day I was stressing, just stressing out about like, oh gosh, what am I doing? Because it does—it's not natural to fall backwards. It's not natural, and my brain—it hasn't happened in two years. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. You know, all day you're going through it. I get up in this double power bomb. I'm all tense. I mean, I could have cracked, you know, pecan shells. I was so tight. You know, I took the bump, and I was like, oh, you wimp. Like I've. <laughs> like I forgot that you've done this for 25 years. Like, what are you getting worried about? Like, as soon as that happened, you know, I, I told some of the guys back. I said, I think I needed that bump more than AOP needed to give it to me. Like, I really needed that for my own psyche. Like, you know, kind of like jumping back in the pool or jumping off the high dive for the first time. You know, just got to do it and realize it's not that big a deal again. It's so a, I'm back. It, well, it's, and that's something that guys have talked about. We talked with Ang, uh, Kurt Angle about this last summer. Is, is this idea of coming back? As the experience, you know, been oh, in the business for years and, and actually paying putting forward. over those guys. And, yeah. and they say, I mean, Kurt talking about you know, going out to bar and looking up at the lights, that's the way it's got to be, was, was, I thought, really one of those moments that really brought it home for yeah, me. I think I've won two matches in four years. You know, and I, I'm not worried this about This man, it. who is as dominant as anyone could be. Yeah, but it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't, at my stage of my career, I don't need to go out there and win matches and beat guys. I don't need titles. I need to go out and work with guys that I can help enhance them. I can help them to understand timing and psychology. Like, I worked with Braun. Kane and I worked with Braun for a year before he really started running, before Braun and I had our singles matches, you know. Uh, for you know, Just like I worked with Undertaker and got cussed out by Undertaker, Braun worked with me and, you know, I got to yell at him. I think Braun picked it up a little bit faster than I did, though. <laughs> uh, I was a little bit more stubborn. You know, Braun's a good guy. So. What, what do you make of the edge or edge? Sorry, I should say edge. Edge coming back at, uh, at uh, the event. It's, great. I think it's, it's amazing, great. wasn't it? I think it's great for somebody, especially as incredibly talented as Edge is. And I completely understand his wanting to come back and go out on his terms. I felt the same way with my hip injury for the past two years. It caused me a lot of grief and a lot of stress because I didn't go out on my terms. I had an injury take me out. And as somebody that loves the business, and Edge and I both love the business, um, Edge is such a brilliant champion, such a brilliant interviewer, such a great uh, locker room leader in how he conducts himself on and off, uh, in and out of the ring. You know, it's great to have him back. But, you know, Edge is like me. I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to do five days a week in the trenches anymore. 
But when I come around, find somebody, try to help them, make them have a better day. I saw him in the airport leaving New York after Mania last year, and he stood giving photos to fans for genuinely an hour and a half he was there. Who's that, Edge? Just, yeah. And it yeah. was yeah, he yeah, just he's amazing. Yeah. Really good guy. Um, I love him. Like the, the whole Vikings yeah. thing. Like it's, it's blown my mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's he's married to Beth Phoenix, so slow your roll. All right. <laughs> sorry, I, I do apologise. Um, Miss the show. Last last one on the rest before we we finish on the Special Olympics is just you said about going out on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Hopes of maybe a WrestleMania moment this year. Yeah, I'll have a WrestleMania moment. That's going to be it, is it? That's all you're going to give me. That's it. That's all you need, buddy. And I will tell you that uh, right now in April, we'll be releasing a partnership with WWE and Netflix, the big show show. April 5th is uh, WrestleMania, of course. I will have a moment. And, uh, yeah, Special Olympics, you know, please get involved if you can. Where can people find out more about you, Michelle, and find more of what you're doing? They can go to our website, www.specialolympics.org. It's How's that? I love it, right? Right on cue. Boom. Better Done. Better I love than any it. Of us. And absolutely do it because yeah, you, he is really a Muppet. He doesn't do anything, does he? <laughs> I'm just He's a Muppet. We're actually also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See? What are you doing? You're Muppet. What are you doing? <laughs> That's fair. I love that Thank terminology, yes. Muppet. I love it. It's the greatest thing I ever. I love you saying it more than anything else. I love it. We've taken way more of your time than we've That's all right. Thank you so honor and pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Our pleasure. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yes. Thank you. Hello, you're listening to the Horse Ramble Daily, where we'll be covering all of your horse needs. And there's more. Every day during the Cheltenham Festival, Betway are giving you the chance to win £50,000 in the free-to-play for-to-win game. Head to betway.com to play now. Up next, more horses. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Full time supply, 18 plus only, begambleaware.org. We Danes are a modest bunch. We enjoy simple pleasures. As such, we tend not to blow our own trumpets. But since Carlsberg Export has a refined, full-bodied and rather satisfying taste, perhaps just this once. Too much? Probably. Carlsberg Export. Probably the most modest beer in the world. Enjoy responsibly. Drinkaware.co.uk for the facts. This is the Gridiron Show brought to you this Super Bowl week by Curry's PC World and the new GoPro Hero 8 Black Action Camera. We have a camera position here at the end of our table on Radio Row. And uh, I'm at the other end of the table. And as people will know, if they know anything about this show, I am very lazy. I can turn the camera on by literally just going, GoPro, turn on. I don't have to reach over... I don't have to press any buttons. I don't even have to leave my seat. turned on. Magic. Now it's just filming Sherry, which is very upsetting. <laughs> I've heard for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely everyone involved. Right, so you heard the Big Show interview, and they've heard Ollie getting mugged off. Now it's time for Ollie to try and mug off the Big Show, as we spoke with quite, most, quite most literally, with literally the most dangerous woman in the room, Kayla Harrison. It was an absolute delight, and I really enjoyed this. Can I apologize now if this uh, if this I'm really excited. I'm going to keep you guys on your toes. Because, uh, I had a great night's sleep, okay? Oh, yeah, whatever, mate. I took some melatonin, <laughs> got, got a solid oh, nine hours. You've got any more on you? I, uh, I'm going to pop some and go to the... I hydrated really well. Yeah, that's all the thing. I, mean, I was like, this is my Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, this is your guys' Super Bowl, literally. Why would you guys screw that up? Like, who goes out and parties the night before... 
It was the media party. I mean, it's our Super Bowl because we're talking to you, Kayla. That's why it's our Super Bowl today. I mean, my, my, my Super Bowl is the media party. <laughs> <laughs> Your Super Bowl was you and Ollie playing, what, 18 games of pool last night? <laughs> amazing, amazing. I, I think we're just we're rolling into it. This is, this is going so delightfully already. Kayla Harrison is with us. Kayla, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Do you want well, me to I'm t- not even going to ask how you guys are. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> wow. Wow, it's like this. <laughs> why, why are you being like this? <laughs> I, mean, I am who I am. She is a two-time Olympic gold medalist and a current world champion in the PFL. So she's allowed to tell us whatever she wants That's to tell fair. us. That's fair, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Are you allowed to cuss on this station? You guys don't uh, We're not live, so do what you, you want. Don't cur- you like guys that. curse in the UK or do you don't curse in the UK? I don't know how it works. It depends on the level, I think. All right. I don't want you dropping. You know, you guys media. do drop really... You guys do say a word. So I used to date a British kid. You guys do say a word that is so offensive over here. Is it the C it's word? It's the see you next Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and we say like, it like you, well, you say buddy. it like yeah, yeah, like all the time. And I'm like, you guys, that's really bad. Aussies are worse for that. Are like, they really? The Australians, that is Never like dated a, an Australian, so don't yeah, know. Don't, well, just don't do that. They're I won't. Dre- they're dreadful, You're right. Dreadful people. <laughs> so. Wow. Worse than American? <laughs> yeah, way worse. Way worse. Dreadful people. Yeah, they, they are. They really are. They really are. Yeah. Oh, come they on. They really are. Come on. I've Mitch been to Australia. It wasn't that bad. But, I mean, I went to, like, the middle of nowhere in Australia. You know, nice. That's, that's all good, but... Just people are dreadful, so... <laughs> I mean, I can't use any of this on my radio show. This is... Getting, <laughs> I'm okay. going to we're okay. gonna have to come into the interview at a much more professional okay. point. Let's I want to find out about the British guy. Why is he no longer on the scene? Oh, oh we're going there right now? <laughs> <laughs> I messed up. Oh, I messed up. Um, you know, it's like, <laughs> Sorry. Man, what if he hears this? Oh, he's a nice kid. Like, he was a really good guy. I really liked him a lot. We had a great great time together but I was just at a different point in my life than him you know I'm like leveling up and he's I was about to say you said that in a really lovely way and then you went I'm leveling up and let's be honest he is no 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 it's just like when I started dating him we had fun everything was great but then it started to get more serious and I don't want to be somebody's mom I want to be somebody's Uh, partner that's a classic you know that's an absolute classic especially especially with Brits as you found out just by staying to us over the last five minutes as well where is he I still really like him I would still be friends with him you know but it's yeah I mean I'm married to the game that's why okay gentlemen (laughs) alright I'm focused on myself there are are no gentlemen sat at this table (laughs) Um, London's got to be a pretty pretty favourite city of yours Uh, I love it. You did yeah, win a gold medal there I won, after all. I won my first gold medal in London. I found a British girl in the finals, actually. True, no, true, true, true story. I was in the arena as a journalist when you won your gold no, medal. No, really? 100%. This yeah. is amazing. Oh, to cover Gemma. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That was kind of got shuttled along there from where I was previously. Yeah. So. So I was, I'll be honest, I was disappointed at the time. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> well, 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 my victory was your heartbreak. <laughs> <but>. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what's it like? I mean, uh, there's, there's iconic moments in, yeah. in, in the mind's eye with, with any sport or, or anything in life, but standing at a podium with a gold medal around oh your neck, I think, I think for me is, is maybe no, top no. of that list. Absolutely. I mean, this is how I describe it. Like, you go, you drink, you, you grow up doing your sport and you... I watched the Olympics when I was like six years old for the first time, and I remember seeing all these athletes and thinking like, man, I want to do that. I want to go there. And you represent your country, one of the greatest countries in the world, and you, you're you already 1% of the population, 0.1% of the population. You know, you're the best of the best, and then you go and you reach your goal and you win a gold medal, 
And then you go and you reach your goal and you win a gold medal and you're the first to ever do it for your country and you're standing on top of that podium and it's just like the flag is going up, the medal's going around your neck. And How do you not cry? I did. I would have cried. I did. You did cry. I did. Well, that's well I told myself, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. You're going to have to look at these pictures for the rest of your life. And then, you know, the anthem starts like two notes in and I'm just like, <laughs> like the worst face ever. I have a terrible cry face. So I was I, disappointed no, in myself no, There's that. nothing more disappointed than... than an ugly cry face like <laughs> I, I, I don't think well, there are probably people in the world like Beyonce probably looks stunning I mean crying, I guess you could just have an ugly face and that's ter- worse than having a terrible cry face but I mean there's at least three people at this table who know how that feels as well so uh, and just to be clear it's me do you know what I do you know right. what I've noticed as I had a lot of like um, film filming being done leading up to my finals um, for the PFL this year and like a YouTube channel came out and all this stuff like embedded series almost like behind the scenes and I have the worst laugh face in the I laugh so ugly I laugh ugly because I, I, I open my mouth really wide and I don't I, believe it no I swear to if you say something funny which none of you have done yet if you say something funny that was the best line of then all right, you'll see my re- what's she feeling like there you go <laughs> can you take her away I think that's a nice laughing face you see what I mean Oh, like, you do it. Uh, yeah, your yeah, massive mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like a muppet. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, like, Thank you. See, now you know. Now you know. It's disgusting. Our, our, I've been working on different ways to be like, or like, you know, I don't know. Like I'm sneezing or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta figure it out. I remember. How did I start talking about? This? I mean, nobody's go nobody's gonna here. tell you you've got. Uh, an ugly laugh face anyway because yeah. they know that if they right. did you could absolutely take them yeah absolutely there's not a person in this building right now that could hurt me yeah that's Think absolutely that. true that is awesome <laughs> can I just can I, can I ask <laughs> that's one of the best big, uh, hey big show <laughs> <laughs> Kayla's gonna do you man <laughs> <laughs> you're a muppet big show you're a muppet <laughs> Uh, 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 now you're gonna get my laugh face and my cry face on the same day these guys well when i was in the the excel arena for katie he's like look can we get back to the real talk now like can we talk about the olympics oh such a sports journey i am i'm a a very serious individual as you found out over the last 10 15 minutes but katie taylor there was such a the XL Arena was just insane when she fought in, in the boxing. And, and, yeah. at that, and at that point, it felt like that was really as far as her career could go. Right, and now right, right. we've seen the evolution of, of women's boxing. I and, know. It, and it feels like combat sports, as a, as a female combatant, it, it, it feels like the, a whole world of opportunities is, is opening up. So I guess it must be great to be involved in that in this era because oh my gosh are you kidding me well women's MMA is the fastest growing sport in the world you know and viewership you know viewership of female fights is up like 40% or like some ridiculously high number I don't know I'm not a numbers girl clearly I'm a fighter but it's like viewership is up women are you know the women empowerment movement in and of itself I think has really played a huge role but yeah, I mean, it's a great time to be Kayla Harrison. It's a great time to be alive in general, you know? I mean, I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. I live I live my dream every day. I get to do what I love every day, beat people up for a living, and make a, make a good <laughs> chunk of change doing it. So <laughs> life is good. I can't complain. I think one of the people who obviously brought that to the mainstream was Ronda Rousey. Who, yeah. By the way, I interviewed her around WrestleMania last year, and she's one, just 
the most lovely person. Just Sarana's absolutely delightful. Sarana's my old roommate. Well, Did this is what I was going to say. So her. you, you tra- I knew you wow. trained with her. I didn't know she was your roommate. Yeah, we're buds. So I was going to no, ask we were buds. what she did for the sport. But now you've said that, just tell us a story about Ronda Rousey. That, that you want to know a Ronda story? Uh, give me just one second. I'm going to plug my phone <laughs> in. Yeah, I'm okay, gonna... here we go. Team <laughs> Z's going to be. Um, Could you say again? That's my first question. <laughs> What's that? Who would win? Ronda or I? Now? I think I would win. Yeah, sure. I know I would win. I mean, that's not like a knock on her or anything. It's just it You'd is what it is. She's I mean, she beat me when we were kids when we did judo. She used to she used to beat me in competition. Um, but she won a, a bronze medal at the 2008 Olympics. So she, uh, my coaches were hit, her coaches. We lived together in the athlete house. Um, I moved to Boston. When I was 16. She was already there, living there and staying there. She really took me under her wing. I mean, I was 16 years old and I moved there with. $200 in my pocket and I was coming off of a really um, difficult time in my life like it was basically I was at rock bottom and she took you know she was just an amazing person you know she beat the crap out of me but she took care of me you know like if we were in Belgium and I had five dollars in my bank account she bought the groceries you know and she wouldn't really say anything she would just do it um, so that's the Rhonda that I like to remember and that's I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fans of her, or aren't, I don't know, really know what people think about Rhonda, but that's how I like to think of her. Um, yeah. What's she, What's your relationship with her like now? Is it? I haven't really talked to her in a while. Um, you should hit her up. Hit her up. Say yeah. hello. Just be like, "What's up?" Yeah. I know, but we're not really like. We're very different people. Like, if we hadn't done judo and lived under the same roof, we never would have oh, been really? friends. Yeah. You know, like the only thing we have in common is that we're blonde and we did judo. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. And from America. And, and now. And American. Yeah. And now MMA. And now MMA. Right. I'm definitely like, I have a Ronda complex, I guess. Like anything she can do, I want to do better. Like she went to the Olympics. I'm like, I don't want to go to the Olympics. And, and to be fair, a gold medal is better than a bronze one. Two yeah, is exactly. even better than one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, MMA wise, would you like to come and fight out in the UK? Would I love to fight? I would love to fight in the UK. I would love that. Return to the copper box or whatever and uh, sell out that arena. That'd be so awesome. That'd be badass. I love the UK, by the way. I'm a huge... I used... Uh, when I dated, you know, X, I, <laughs> I was there. I was there quite a bit. <laughs> and I really had the best time at the Olympics. I mean, it was just like such a surreal experience. I mean, and it was the first time I'd ever... First of all, you go to the Olympics, you want to win, but you don't think about what happens once you win. You know, you're just so focused on winning. And I mean, it's judo, so it's not like it's gymnastics or swimming or track and field for for the U.S. And we win so many gold medals, it's not a really big deal. But the fact that I was the first, the fact that I fought a British girl, like, I would go out to lunch and people were, like, stopping and asking me for my autograph. And, like, all these British people were like, oh, we watched you fight and well done. And, like... I was like, holy cow, this is so... Like, I went to a bar one night, and the bartender was, like, letting me pour people... Like, I got to go behind the bar and, like, pour drinks, and they were, like, pouring drinks down my throat. And I had never gone... I was 22 years old. I had never done anything like that. I had never experienced anything like that. So, yeah, you kiss my joint. Tell us a bit about the the stuff with the PFL now, now that, you know, people will... I've known about the World Series of Fighting, but there's right, still the PFL right. is still, it feels like a developing brand, something that's still yeah. finding its feet right. and, and finding its audience, right. but sometimes those are the most exciting places to be because you well, can be the person so. that helps grow it. I think so, for sure. So the PFL, the World, World Series of Fighting was bought out by um, a bunch of rich dudes, and they've turned it into the Pro- Professional Fighters League. So 
One thing that they're doing that's really different, and one of the reasons I'm a main, like, one of the main reasons that I decided to sign with this company is, it's not a promotion. It is a promotion, but it's more of a sport than a promotion. Whereas, like, the UFC or Bellator follow boxing's sort of style of promoting fights and talking trash and building it up and maybe you know the number one and number two guy never fight because they're not exciting or whatever the pfl is all sport based it's all merit based so if you want to fight for a million dollars if you want to fight for the title you win you have to win so you have three regular season fights you have two fights in the in the playoffs and then you have the finals um and like i won the finals in on new year's eve this year but i'm not like it's just like if you were in the nfl like you may be Super Bowl champion, but the Patriots don't automatically get to fight, get to play in the Super Bowl this year just because they want it. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it is. Every so, year you have to start again. Think, oh, you guys, I lived in Boston is where I trained I mean, he's for a 12 years. I'm a massive Patriots fan. Oh, all right. Uh, this cool. is, this is I su- knew I liked him. This is Super Bowl number seven for me. I've seen them win three. It's been fantastic. It's what, been fantastic. Whatever show <laughs> So what's next? What's this year? What's coming up? Yeah, so I re-signed with the PFL. I'm going to do, um, I signed on for one more year um, with them. And I'm super excited about it. You know, it's number one, I feel like they're changing the game. You know, it's totally different from anything people have seen in MMA before. They're also doing uh, a global outreach program. So they're having fights in, like, the Middle East. I think they're having a fight in the UK and a couple two, two other countries. Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But... Um, I re-signed with them. I'm going to fight another year with them and then win another title, win another million bucks, <laughs> and see what happens, you know? I mean, it's too early to tell, but I want to go down as one of the best to ever do it. And if the PFL can bring me bring me in fresh meat to make sure that I people don't doubt how good I am, then I'm happy to stay with the PFL. Um, can I ask you just about the, the wider world of, of MMA? Because the big yeah. story, obviously, in the last week over, uh, over the last couple of weeks over in the UK, was the return of, of Conor McGregor. Right. Oh, right. Duh. And so, the I, I guess it's that element of the sport, which is the personality. You joked about the big show earlier, but the personality and yeah. the and the boxing promotion yeah. type style and, yeah. the, and the wrestling type style versus right. the the seriousness of the sport, which everyone does take it incredibly seriously. Right. Are you keen on you know? Whatever sells the sport is great, or do you, are you not keen on those kind of big personalities? No, I mean, I think it's great. Look, I think that there's room, competition is healthy. So there's room for all of these promotions to be around. There's room for, all, for the sport to grow. There's a need for it. People want to watch MMA. The, people are digesting content faster and faster and faster and faster. Obviously, you guys are in media, so you get it. But I personally, I struggle with it because on one hand... I want to be a superstar. I don't, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't dream of being rich and famous and all of these things? But on the other hand, I've been an athlete my whole life, and it's you shut up, you put your head down, you work hard, and good things happen to you. So, I don't know. I think it's, I mean, I'm happy. When people are successful, like, I'm not going to crap on anyone's parade. You know, I don't wish any. I don't, that's great. Good for you. That's awesome. I don't truly believe in it, some of the things that happen, but... That's just who I am as a person. This this model though that you talk about, it, it's so interesting for for kind of the the, the mixed martial arts and boxing. I mean, how many times have we looked at a, a fight in boxing and said this would be such an amazing fight? You know, Mayweather Pacquiao happens four right. years after it showed. And right, right, exactly. The, the heavyweight exactly. division at the moment yeah, is Josh, Josh, those Josh, fights. Joshua right. not fighting Wilder yet is ridiculous. It, it's great to, to see a model and a model that is thriving that is really based on exactly what this is based on and that's my whole point it's like if you want to be an entertainer go to the WWE if you want to be an athlete 
come fight for the PFL. It, is, it doesn't make any sense to me that there are, there are fighters in their prime who both should be fighting who may never fight. Like, that doesn't make any it's sense insane. to me. It doesn't make any sense to the fans. It doesn't make any sense to the promotion. Like, why would you... Why would you it would be... You're making money. Like, that's what you want to do, right? As a promotion, you don't care about anything but making money. So, make these fights happen. Which is... But they're not always exciting that's, or they're not always, like... Like, for instance, like Colby versus Usman, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a perfect example of two fighters who are in their prime who should be fighting. But everybody hates them. So, (laughs) you know? Well, we've got, I mean, Kamara's coming by on Friday. Yeah, I don't hate them. Okay, let me reiterate. I don't hate them. I like them both. But the point, it's, it's that thing of... Get finding the big money fight because obviously know, everyone wants to see McGregor Khabib and everyone wants to see right. You know, and McGregor created that. You know, yeah. McGregor did that for himself. But if, but you're, I mean, if you're Kamara's man, you're looking at that and going, "Sorry, I've got this thing. No, I've I'm got a, the belt." I'm, right, exactly. No, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Like, like Masvidal, he's my teammate. Okay, he's got this BMF belt, and like, I'm like, go fight for the real belt. I don't get it. And I'm not talking... Tra- I don't want to come across as I'm talking trash or... You're talking a lot of sense. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, to me, it's yeah. like, why... Why wouldn't you just go win the real title? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a perfectly valid point. It's a fantastic point to make as well. What are you up to this week around uh, Radio Row, around the Super Bowl? Have you oh, got my much God. On? Oh, my... I've never been to a Super Bowl, like, the mayhem here. It feels a little bit like the Olympics, to be honest. Yeah, like, it is very, very... It's the only thing I've seen that is com- yeah, comparable. But it's... I mean, it's definitely not as big, but it's it's fun for me because I'm not competing, right? So I'm just here, like... There's a bunch of parties, as you guys apparently know. Oh, I don't know what you're talking um, about. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff going on, so I'm just... Just soaking it all in, meeting fantastic people like you. You know. Oh, you. How how much longer? I mean, you're 29. You look yeah. great. They- <laughs> <laughs> I, I just he means in fantastic shape, and because you're not laughing at the moment. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> zing, baby, zing. Uh, how much longer have you got left? Not long. Getting punched in the face. Not long. I mean, luckily for me, I'm more of a hugger, so I don't really get punched that often. I just run in there hugs. and throw them. I am a great hugger. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm more of a grappler, so the, the key is to, to not <laughs> get hit. She goes, she goes with a hug, but then she hooks under That's and you're right. done. Then you're, you're, then you're gone. To, to, be, to be fair, I gave her a hug earlier. I didn't even contemplate the possibility <laughs> that she could kill you <laughs> with her bare hands. <laughs> I would never. If it's not inside a cage or on a mat, you're good. Okay. I'm very friendly. We'll or or the big show on Radio Row. Right, obviously. Yeah, big show. Come here and talk that talk. Yeah, big show. You muppet. Um, <laughs> you muppet. So, I don't know. A couple of years. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, it depends. I'm, like, obviously, right now, I'm, I'm literally married to the game. That, but what happens if I meet the love of my life and I want to have a family and this and that? So, like, things change. Life happens. Mm. But right now, I, you know, there is a lot that I still want to accomplish in my career. So I've got time. Right now, the focus is on another million bucks. That's right. Do you know? Uh, and this is one of the things I love about Super Bowl week. You're booking in these interviews. You're getting the names. You're seeing, like, you know, right. former NFL players and stuff. And then Brittany, your agent, gets touched with us and says, I would you like to speak to Kayla Harrison. I was like, well, yeah, that sounds fascinating. And it ends up being one of the best interviews of the week. The best right. Certainly, certainly, of, certainly of the first three days. You guys. I mean, we'll wait and see on it's Friday. It's early. The we'll, week we'll is you know. early. Yeah, can you let me know? I want to know where I rank. Obviously, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a yeah, very yeah. competitive person. So there will I be a power rankings rank. at the end of the week. Yeah, let me right know. now, you're riding high. Well, right you. now, you're number one. I am still slightly drunk. Is the only thing <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> right now you're right at the top of I this. mean 
Imagine if you weren't hungover. My energy would just be like contagious. Your energy is contagious. Thank you so much for joining us, Gail Harris. I really appreciate it. Cheers. Kayla Harrison speaking with us on Radio Row. Uh, Ollie, you standing up and calling out the big show on her behalf was... Well, you know, uh, honestly, I, we've done this for... I think all of us have done this together for five years now. Yeah. That was a top five moment. I mean, <laughs> it was just so good. <laughs> the real hope is if he's still around tomorrow, I really want to get him back over just to talk to you about... I want to get him it. back over because I wanted to talk to him about Captain Insano, but I was asleep. <laughs> in that is really, really irritating. Anybody who doesn't get that reference, I hate you. Uh, earlier we told you about our Betfred deal for new customers. Betfred 40, bet £10 on the Super Bowl and get up to £40 in free bets. There's a couple for new and existing customers as well. You've got double delight on pre-match single bets placed in the first touchdown at scorer market. You can get double Double delight, basically. Um, and then £2 free bet for every touchdown. Uh, place a single bet of £10 or more on the Super Bowl money line, and you get £2 in free bets for every touchdown your team scores. United are winning. Uh, I mean, that's going to date, Bell, right? Who are they beating? City. It's a league cup. It's 3-2 three, right three now. now, and I agree. All right. So it probably doesn't really matter then. No, nah, it doesn't matter at all, buddy. We didn't tell uh, one story from... Well, I, I like... I kind of told the story of the night from the, the media party. <laughs> what do I hear from you guys? But you were just playing all the whole time. One thing that did happen to me, however, was getting told by a high-ranking NFL official that I looked like Andy Reid in my Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> he came out of the toilet and went, is that Will Gavin or is that Andy Reid? And it's one of the most offensive things anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> and I love Big Red. <laughs> yeah, you are Big brutal. Red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Big Ginge, mate. Someone very did different. call you Big Red very earlier. Different. I don't know who it was. I never know who it was. Yeah, I never know. I fell asleep on the sofas outside, and one of our guests that uh, we spoke to, uh, one of the Tongan wrestlers, took a picture Gorillas of Gorillas of Destiny from New Japan, and it was Tangaloa, one of the former tag champions, was sat next to Ollie taking a photo of him while he was asleep. <laughs> I haven't amazing. checked his Twitter yet, but I really, really hope well, that he's tweeted it out. would be amazing if you put it out, yeah. Uh, we're just finding out, drum roll please, nothing as of yet, but I really hope it is. I desperately, desperately hope it is. The Brits hard at work. <laughs> um, we've all got big plans for tonight. We're just going to go for some food and drinks near our Airbnb, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, tomorrow we're probably going to have a serious football day, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've got, um, we were meant to have, who were we meant to have today? It's been moved. Um, oh, yeah, we were meant to have Ike Taylor today, but that's actually been moved to Friday now. So tomorrow we've got, coming along to Radio Road, Doug Flutie. Franco Harris, Brandon Flowers, Adoree Jackson, Jimbo Covert, New Bears Hall of Fame yep. entry, Mickey James back on the WWE, Tim Brown. I forgot we had Tim Brown tomorrow. That's ridiculous. That's just, I mean, tomorrow is going to be an, an all-time. So day. that means we've absolutely really got to be professional. and I'll genuinely not drink it. <laughs> not get battered. Yeah, yeah, here we time. go. Here I mean, we go. It, Until the Mojito start flowing. It could be a different story once the GoPro is back in Grenade hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget about the GoPro competition because uh, you can win a seven-day break to hear 
Miami, Florida, including flights, accommodation, transfers, the brilliant four-star Miami Marriott Biscayne Bay Hotel 4-2. If you do buy a GoPro action camera online or in-store at Curry's PC World between now and the day after the Super Bowl. Lolly Hunter. Where in the world? Any final thoughts? PC World. No. Jerry? I mean, I'm amazed I've given any thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and we've timed this beautifully because Lawrence Guy's coming over in a minute. Oh, I might do a clang. Old, uh, we saw Colleen Wolf. Oh! Connie Fox, and uh, she squeezed my arm as we went past and said she loves us all. I, um, I had quite stern words with her about 20 minutes before that because she's not coming on with us this week. It's not her fault in any way, shape, or form. It's completely because we didn't book her with the guys from the NFL Network who come around and. and with the spreadsheet and fill that talent in but she said are you here all week I'll happily come back for you guys and then I was like I know you're crazy busy don't worry about that but how about we get you on over the phone the week after the Super Bowl and basically just call you out for, uh, for big timing us and she's like that sounds great yeah so hopefully she'll be on next week Absolutely. I spoke to Jay Sternberger Oh yeah, you said you. I don't. Did you just go for a chat with him? I didn't know if you were going to try and get him over and get him on. Uh, it wasn't quite that kind of deal. He was waiting to go on with someone else, but he was telling me that um, he expects big things next year when he's fully fit. Uh, the connection. I asked him about trust actually with Aaron Rodgers, and big uh, trust. And um, he said that is an actual buzzword in and around the camp, the trust issues. So I thought that was quite interesting. It was interesting. Ollie, lovely nugget to finish on. You did have a final thought. Who knew? A nougat. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, this has been the Gridiron Show brought to you by Curry's PC World and GoPro. That was a sensational continuation gag from